Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. On this episode, Lynn Baber interviews drummer Dory Staley, who gives powerful insights about confidence, contracts, and creatives. Hello, I'm Lynn Baber, your host today on Creatively Christian, and I'm excited to welcome as my guest, Dory Staley. And there's just, I will tell you, I have never had an interview that I'm looking forward to almost as much as this one, because there are things that Dory knows that actually never occurred to me. And, and when, you, when you work in the realm of what's possible with God and in relationships, that's always exciting. So Dory, she titles her stuff, Transforming Lives Through Rhythm. And she says that a freak accident in 2011 triggered a rare disease and caused her to rethink her life and her purpose. Dory asked God to give her a way to heal herself and others. The answer was, use your drums. In two weeks, she was healed. She then started her fourth business, Next Stage Drumming, with just $40. And she began sharing the healing power of drumming with others, along with mentoring them so they can rock the next stage of their lives. Dory is also the best-selling author of Find Your Divine Rhythm, a Creative's Success Formula. Her second book, Rise Up and Rock, Activating Your God-Given Purpose, is now on Amazon as well. In order to move forward and fully embrace her divine assignment, Dory dropped her educational services business, her talent agency, her coaching business, and her podcast for musicians. And that, she says, is when things really got interesting. She lives in Raleigh, North Carolina with her husband, Mark, and with a load of drums. Dory, welcome. Thank you so much, Lynn. I really appreciate the invite. Yes, folks, it's been a really interesting journey. If you would have told me 20 years ago that I would not only be drumming, but I would be using drumming to help people boost their health and wellness. I would have thought you were nuts because I wasn't even drumming 20 years ago. Believe it or not, I never had any lessons, didn't play in the school band or jazz band, none of that. I just auditioned for a church band about 15 years ago on bongos and conga drums, the ones in the back there, well, similar ones. They had a much bigger setup than what I have back there. I just checked the box in the church program. Would you like to audition for the church band? I put, heck yes. (laughs) My husband and son said, you did what? I said, I signed up to audition. And they said, but you don't know how to play. And I said, but they don't know that. (laughs) So fake it till you make it, folks. You know, so I figured I'll go up there. You know, Sheila E is my idol. Let's see if if the rhythm that has been inside me ever since I was a little girl, please God, let it come out through my hands at the right time so I don't make a complete fool of myself. Now, full disclosure, as a kid, I was a dancer, so jazz and tap, so I knew my feet had a rhythm, but I never had to, you know, use my hands to do anything other than, you know, tap out on the 
table with drumstick or uh, chopsticks or silverware. Yes, I was that kid, the hyper girl, the one who tapped under the table, drove my dad nuts. He was a single dad with three daughters, poor guy. And he, even though he was a musician in his former life, he wasn't by the time I came along. And he was like, oh, he didn't know what to do with me. Dance lessons. There you go. So that's how I filtered my energy through dance. And later on, I thought, you know, why should the kids have all the fun? Yes, I did have a talent agency called Next Stage Entertainment. I found, groomed, and booked over 900 local young bands and solo artists, literally moving them onto the next stage. So all of my companies have had Next Stage like in there in some way, shape, or form, but except for the talent agency, it really meant move on to the next stage of your life. But anyway, so here I am putting all these kids on stage. I was booking large concerts. So I was the booking agent, concert promoter, MC, band mom, <laughs> and, and sometimes manager because I had to make sure that they didn't get ripped off. Mm. Because this is very easy to do for both young artists and Christian artists because the venue owners know that both camps tend to be a little naive. So how much can we get away with? Dory, that is such an interesting point. If there's somebody in the audience today, just, just we're going to just kind of like touch on that point for a minute, if you will. You know, that had never occurred to me. But if we have somebody in the audience who's just, you know, they're starting to schedule some dates, they're getting some interviews, they're whatever it is that they happen to do, if it's songwriting, if it's being a musician, even, even a stand-up comic. Yes, as we we talked about that with another guest here uh, in a different episode, what what would you say to those people? What are a few things that they could look forward to? And what's what's your band mom advice for them? Well, first of all, above all, be professional. That means have a decent website, good headshots. You want it to look like, even if you're not making any money right now, you want it to look like you are ready and you've got it together because if they hire you they need to promote you and if you don't have you know decent band photos or a headshot for a solo artist that makes it real hard if they're looking for you and you don't have a website of any kind by the way facebook is your facebook page is not a website promoters and anyone else event organizers i've booked a lot of festival gigs and things like that back in the day and have performed at some as well they want to be able to promote you well, and the better you, you look on paper and the more professional you look, guess what? The more you get paid. So they're going to they're gonna sense that. You know, they've got the feelers out, and unfortunately, a lot of these people try to get away with murder by, you know, they might have a huge budget, but they're not going to tell you that. They're going to offer you maybe this much, and they'll think, well, they don't have any gigs. They're just starting out, so they'll never know. Is, right? is there a way for people to figure out what, what the budget might be or what the range of asking might be compared to who else is in yes. a particular? You really do have to do your homework, first of all, to see what do you know bands in your areas go for. You can even go to a, a talent agency website. Some of them actually have their artists grouped like, you know, wedding bands and they have the, you know, the range of the cost for that. And they might have other, 
other artists as well. Not everybody puts their prices on their websites and things, but or you can just ask around. Keep in mind that someone who's who has a day job like an IT and they're making big bucks, those bands it tends to be cover bands. They generally don't know how much to ask. And so they tend to work for less than they really could. But if you're doing this full time, you have expenses to cover and you want to make sure that you are valued as a musician. I don't care how old you are. I've booked 15 year olds and gotten them big bucks. Hey, if you got the chops, then you, you it doesn't matter how old you are. And it, oh, if anybody's older listening to this, <laughs> doesn't matter how old you are because you can still rock what you got, and you don't have to, you know, work for crumbs. And oh, oh, wait, wait for it. Oh, you should do it for free for the exposure. Exposure doesn't pay the bills, folks. Number one, number two, God didn't put you on this earth to be giving away your time and talent for free, because in order for you to bless others, you have to feel that, you know, you've been, you know, blessed yourself or at least, you know, acknowledged. I would hate when churches were often the worst, Lynn, I'm not kidding. They would ask for bands for benefit concerts for free. And I would leave it up to the bands. If it's a cause that they believed in, I said, it's up to you. I will go after my, and, and I would always do contracts. So also important. You have to have a decent contract so that they can't say, I never said that. If you don't have it in writing, they can say whatever they want and they can pay you whatever you want. But a lot of churches would try to get bands. Now keep in mind, I had really top-notch bands and solo artists. And even though they were very young, some auditioned for American Idol. Some eventually got signed and toured. Some are touring still as we speak. They're no longer teens, but they're still out there. So these were high level as far as talent wise, and it, they would blow people away. They weren't just, you know, some kid who taught themselves how to play a few chords. They knew what they were doing. They were solid in their performance. And I also coached them on stage presence and lots of other things. But so when I uh, offered a band or a solo artist for a gig, I would hand select them to make sure that they were a good fit. And then I would throw out what the range was. I would always say, what's your budget? A lot of churches would say, we don't have a budget. That's always a good question. You know, it doesn't matter if you're being booked for an event or someone is just looking to hire you for whatever service it is you're providing um, to ask, what's your budget? It's, it's a fabulous question that when you're going to be even speaking, if you're going to negotiate, if you're going to even talk to a prospect that may think of hiring you, whether it's a nonprofit or for-profit, a big event, just say, what's your budget? And if they say, we don't have a budget, well, then you know, okay. There are All right, so here's, a, here's another tip. If they don't have a budget and you, you know that you can't afford you can't afford to work for free all the time. I do pro bono events and I even bring out a boatload of these, you know, at risk youth, things like that for agencies that might not be able to afford to pay me. But I can do that now because I've been doing the drum therapy thing for eight years now. So I'm finally at the point where, you know, I'm making enough money in other areas that it's okay for me to to say yes to a free event. But when you're just starting out, you can't be taking everything for free because you'll starve. And so, you know, it's a good idea to make suggestions. Oh, you don't have a budget? Do you think you can get a sponsor? 
or you know can you can you get any uh you know funding for the event from another source those are really good points story and and i really appreciate you bringing those up there's just things that until you've you've had the experiences you don't realize what your options are or how to to get started on a stronger foot one of the things that you know people think is that when god gives you a blessing or a gift or something that and and you want to be using it in ministry well you know everybody is in ministry whatever you do right. today is your ministry and ministries are not by definition not for profit i don't know any pastor of a large church that isn't getting paid so good point i've come back with that one too and one of the things that i i did for myself when i was coming out of doing ministry i was an entrepreneur for decades got put into ministry learned how to do things a little different than coming back out of that it was culture shock again but this is one of the things that i learned to tell people when it came down to do I, you know, do this pro bono, do I do this as just a gift? It's like if somebody's paying anybody, they're paying me as well. Mm -hmm. Don't and, and so Dory, that's a fabulous, fabulous yeah. point to make. So I want I want to go into a couple of things because we could just go on forever sure. because you you have such awesome tips, not only from the business side, but we haven't hit the drumming thing yet. <laughs> and as good as you are in the business, I don't know of anybody else I could talk to about how drumming plays a role. So one of the things you said is that rhythm is something that is just so important for many reasons. And could you kind of like tell us some of those? Sure. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, put your hand on your heart right there. You feel that boom, boom, that's going on all day long. That's your bass drum. So you have rhythm in your body pumping all day long to a beat. So people who come out to my events, I do a lot of fun hand drumming classes and events, corporate events and things. Oh, I, they get so intimidated. Oh, I can't drum. I said, if you can count, you can drum. You have a rhythm instrument in you. In fact, you have all kinds of things going on in your body if you were to go in like for an ultrasound or anything like that, you could actually hear the sound of, you know, the different organs, blood pumping and all that. So, you know, you've got things going on and it's pretty easy to use that rhythm to help people just connect with themselves and each other. Number one, it also helps with anyone who's feeling a bit off for whatever reason, something's not quite working for them. So I specialize in kids and adults with ADHD issues. By the way, I don't like the acronym ADHD at all because I don't like the two Ds, deficit and disorder. That's not fair. <laughs> so that as somebody who has the symptoms, I don't like it because it's implying that we are defective, right? Oh, I agree absolutely with you. So I renamed those. ADD in my book stands for a delightful dreamer. And ADHD is a definitely hyper drummer. And I'm both. So I, there we go. I was waiting for a D to somehow hit a drum. That's right. That's right. So I tell people that it's a superpower. So, But you just need to learn how to do things differently. 
a lot of the kids that I worked with back when I owned the educational services company, I tested them all before I worked with them during their first session. Uh, I just did a very quick quiz to determine their brain dominance, left-brained or right-brained. Your left-brained people are more analytical and, you know, math. <laughs> They're really good in math, very sequential, step-by-step, -step, just the facts, ma'am. Everything's black and white. Your right brain, creative types, woohoo, it's like a party in our head all day long. A thousand and one ideas, very easy to get sidetracked. Oh, look, squirrel. <laughs> it's hard to keep the train on the tracks because you don't have both of those uh, analytical side and the creative side. They need to work together so that you can focus and finish things. What a concept. So the drumming actually helps with that. It's something known as brain integration. So my special needs parents, because I also work with kids on the autism spectrum, they're very familiar with that term because they know that these kids need to do certain activities to integrate both sides of their brain and also to do something known as crossing midline. So that's like right down the middle. What's the best instrument to do that? Pop quiz. Okay, here we go. If you're playing guitar, your hands are here. Guitar and bass. Da -doom, da -doom, da -doom. Right? Piano, you cross over a little bit. Where do you cross over the most? Drumming. You know, if I were playing the drums in the back, your hands would be going all over the place. Your feet are going the same time. So you are using your whole body. So drumming is a full body and brain experience so that these kids have no idea and adults, because I do work with stressed out creatives and entrepreneurs who are having a hard time moving forward. They feel stuck and nobody would think to even Google drum therapy because nobody's heard of it. Really, it's a relatively new field. A lot of people don't even like the therapy part because they think, oh, she's, you know, no one likes to be therapized. I say, look, it's a therapeutic <laughs> modality uh, that boosts your health and wellness. It boosts your immune system. It's been scientifically proven and it's backed by loads of studies, evidence-based, whatever terminology you want to use. It's been used in hospitals with cancer patients to boost T-cell production, for example. It's been used, obviously, with special needs, with veterans, with PTSD, uh, people with anxiety and depression. Uh, people with stress issues, it lowers your heart rate. With me, with the accident, I had all kinds of body parts affected. So I experimented on myself first and then with some students that I was tutoring at the time. And it worked like a charm and it worked really quickly and they were having fun. So it didn't even feel like it was work and it was really uh, way, way better than some of these other programs out there that personally I think are just dead boring, like interactive metronome, tick, 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 I, that would drive me nuts. So yeah, you can drum, you can drum to your favorite music, but I've created specialized techniques for special issues. So I always ask the client or even the organization, what are our goals, you know, for the session or for the event? Um, What's, go I, what's going on with you today? I've got a beat for that. And sometimes I will create it on the fly because what I thought I was going to do is not what they really need. So you can switch it and you have fun. And how have you used this in ministry? Well, it's interesting because originally 
I was just the fun drumming gal. In fact, in the business networking community, you know, when you go to these networking events pre-COVID, when we were allowed to meet in person, you go, you have coffee, you schmooze, you hand out your, your business card. Everybody started calling me Dory the drum chick because I would come with my cool fake leather jacket. You know, no animals were harmed. As any vegans out there, we're cool. But it looks like a leather jacket. And I'd go out there and, and people would say, who is this gal? What is she doing at a business event? And then they'd look me up on LinkedIn. You've got an MBA? I'm like, yeah, in finance. Keep laughing. <laughs> they just didn't see me coming. They didn't know, you know, what, what the heck is this? So I started doing fun events. Again, everybody who, you know, familiar with marketing terms, I was raising brand awareness. People needed to know who I was, what I meant by drumming, and that I wasn't coming out with a full drum set. I was coming out with a boatload of hand drums like these, very lightweight djembes. I don't do African drumming. I definitely don't do shamanic drumming. And what I do is not a drum circle. It's something completely different because we always close out with a rock and tune. So yeah, I Could added you, something extra you to the demonstrate mix. just a little bit because for those of us who don't know much about drumming, I don't really know much about any of those things you just mentioned. Can you can you kind of give us an, a little insight into how you introduce drumming? Like if you sure. hand some of these to a few people and said, we're just going to do a little drumming just to kind of like break the ice. What, what yeah. would you do? Well, it, it, people need to realize that it's not a performance. I'm not drumming for them. Like the field of music therapy is a bit different. And in fact, it's got way more training and way more years and I'm way too old, so I don't have time for that. They also don't have a specialization in drumming. So I had to go for, for something different and it still wasn't enough. So I created my own techniques and all, and it's interactive. The person or group drums with me and they follow my beat. I'll create a beat, for example, Okay, let's do a quick roll your shoulders, take some deep breaths. We do a lot of stress relief exercises in order to get people to, you know, kind of get in the zone and all. We start with what's known as the heartbeat. Two beats. If you can count to two, you can do this. Boom, boom, boom. And they take some deep breaths. They might close their eyes. I might ask them to switch hands just to make sure they're using both sides of their body and breathe. Then, you know, I might ask them to speed it up and do a little drum roll and take some deep breaths. When you are drumming, you can't think about anything else. So if you close your eyes, you can even tap out on your legs or a tabletop. I'm going to do a quick drum beat, just like a, a clicking stopwatch, you know, like tick, 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 tick. Okay, close your eyes. Ready? Go. Clear your mind. be fun it has to be fun what it, just came to mind is something that was all the rage here a couple years ago was um snacks and painting you would go with your your friends some people would have a glass of wine someone would have coffee someone just have you know cupcakes and they would all do the same painting but the the attraction was the fellowship while you're yes. doing something together. And that just seems to me that even aside from the physical component, 
I mean, it's just fun. It is. And it also levels the playing field because most of these people who ha have come out to either my classes or my events or worked with me privately, they have never drummed before in their lives. So everybody starts at square one, right? And it's, and you just keep it really easy. Believe it or not, my special needs classes, wherever I go, if I teach a group of special needs kids, including kids on the autism spectrum, they're all usually mixed. Some have physical issues going on. I have one gal comes out, she's blind. She loves classic rock. So I always rely on her to give me a song suggestion at the end. These guys can play really well. They catch the beat like that. So I can do something way more complicated with them because I know they'll get it. Nobody else. I mean, I would never go. You know, I don't know. I'm, I should really have a song in my head. You know, usually I do when I come up. That was just like totally random. But I can mix up the beat and I can even say copy my beat and that they would always get it and that's and a hard rhythm what you just did was a yeah no matter what I do I'd keep it eight beats or less to try to stump them and I can't because their ears are so good I'm like okay and then they and then it's their turn I say okay let's see if you can stump Miss Dory and uh wow they come up with some crazy stuff but usually it's very easy even for seniors, it's great fun. It's a sense of community. Everybody gets a different song at the end based on the age of the group and what their musical tastes are. We take a vote. I can play just about anything, but I do have parameters. It's gotta be clean. I don't do rap. Christian rap, I will do, but <laughs> you know, some of the other styles, you want something that's got a good beat, certainly. So, so yeah, it's fun. Anybody can do it. Uh, but you will get the health benefits. I always tell people if you if you need it, you will feel it because the sound waves, that's the science behind this. The sound waves actually penetrate your body. So if you are having pain issues that day that we're drumming together, the sound waves are going to go directly to wherever the pain is. Oh, my goodness. That I can just think of so many more things to ask you, but we only have so much time and I want to get one more thing in before I ask you for your, for your last thoughts to share. And what I wanted to ask you about was you say that drumming increases confidence. Yes. And one of the things I know that most creatives and, and usually almost everybody suffers from is we're not sure we're good enough. You know, everyone says practice makes perfect, but there really is no perfection that's available. Yeah. So how does drumming enhance confidence? Well, here's the ministry piece because we didn't really touch on that much before. So good segue. Because I say things when we're drumming. And so um, things will come to me as direct downloads from the Holy Spirit. And I will say things to that person that they need to hear. And it might be something like, it's going to be okay. You're gonna rock this. You've got everything you need to succeed. You are confident, you're capable, you're creative. God didn't create you to fail. He created you to succeed and use your gifts to bless others. You can do this. There's no reason why you can't move forward with your gifts and talents with what you have, where you are, right now. 
boom, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, Hit yeah. that thing. And yeah. usually they, their beat gets stronger and they get more confident and it actually builds. The beat builds, it gets louder. So, okay. So I just had a, this, this big aha moment here, I think. So as you're listening to people, you know, do what, express themselves on the drum and the inside comes to the outside in the drum. As you're working with them, you get a, if I'm understanding correctly, you get a really good read on where they're going, what changes they're making inside yes, or how, what you're saying, you're getting a response that's real. Exactly. And I always tell people that this is a health and wellness tool, the gem bay drum or any hand drum I use, but it's also a diagnostic tool. I can tell what's going on with the person by the way they drum, because I will ask them, what's going on with you today, Lynn? Show me how you're feeling today on your drum. What would your beat sound like? And if you were having some confidence issues, your beat's going to be very tentative. If you're feeling stuck, you might start out really good. Right? If you're scattered, you're going to be all over the place. If you're sad or depressed, it's going to be slow. If you're confident, though, what happens is all those beats start out like that in one way, shape, or form. And then, especially for the ladies, it turns into what I call the warrior woman beat. <laughs> It's a totally different beat, and it's very, very strong. And this, this is fabulous. There are so many things I want to ask you, but we're running out of time. So you have something else there. But if, if you could just wrap us up in another minute or two to share with the audience, sure. you know, what you want them to take home. First of all, what is this thing you have there? Okay, this so the, if you're just listening, you can't see that Dory's holding up this big black circle. It looks like a mini trampoline to me, but I'll bet it's a drum. <laughs> yeah, this is a Native American buffalo drum, but this one's all synthetic, so it's not a, a traditional one. In fact, even the djembe that I use is not an authentic African drum. It's, it's an American version of that. Um, but yeah, it's a, got a very deep tone. So you can use this for all kinds of things. And the vibrations go through the whole room and it could rattle the lights. Uh, somebody recently, I've drawn for different churches and things before. They've actually requested the buffalo drum and a djembe. And I'm like, you don't want me to bring my bongos and congos? You know, do, I could do Latin and rock on those. And they've, you know why? Because you can have like, you can defeat spiritual warfare mm. with that warrior one beat. No, <laughs> with different types of beats. And the deeper the the drum and the more powerful the strokes people have told me in different charismatic churches mainly because you know they're all about the holy spirit speaking in tongues and all that and you know i'll i'll start drumming and you could just feel the holy spirit go through the whole room like whoosh and the crowd just changes and the and the energy in the room goes up and uh, i mean i've seen people cry i've seen uh just joy tears of joy sometimes and people have told me when they've drummed with me, they feel different. So something different happens. And it's because I ask. So here's a good tip for you listeners. Same with my bands. They always wanted to know, Dory, how do you get us so much money in perks? You don't ask, you don't get. 
right? How is God going to know? Do you, well, of course, God knows everything. But when you pray and you ask for things, you know, that shows that this you're really, really serious about this. And so I asked to be healed. And I wanted it more than anything else because I knew I can't go on like this. I was in too much pain. So give me a solution, please give me something. So, you know, I was blessed, but I think it was because it wasn't just for me because I didn't ask for just me. Give me a way to bless myself and bless others. And now we're talking. That's exactly what I said. And so, you know, when I do things for an event, I ask God, give me what I need for this individual or this group or this organization. Let them see your light through me. Let whatever I need to release through you, let it come through me so they can feel it in a really tangible way. I, I would love to see results quickly if possible. And, and it has happened sometimes instantly. And at first it used to freak me out. But then after I got used to this again, Dora, you asked for this. God said, you asked me to help you. Aha. Uh -huh. So how many people, you know, you ask God and you don't really take it seriously. Well, you better be serious because when, when you get blessed, sometimes the blessings come down in a really big way and you better be prepared for, for what's going to happen next. So that was, you know, my little teaser in my intro things suddenly started taking off. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, I had people coming to me with all these different issues. And a nonverbal autistic who after three sessions started speaking words and we were doing the sessions through the computer. I mean, how is that even possible? An entrepreneur, very creative gal who was stuck after her first session, she told me she had all these ideas for her business and all these projects she wanted to work on, she finally had the clarity to, to finish them. And you know the stories just go on and on, physical healing, emotional healing, a gal with depression, suddenly after one event came out, drove three hours for the event. And she just said, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. So, you know, I just feel really, really humbled and blessed that I am able to do this very unusual thing but it, it works and people don't even see it coming and they're having fun. So why not use your gifts to the, the maximum potential you can? Stop playing small people because we're in the middle right now of a very crucial time in spiritual history. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Some of you can feel it. It's not time to, to hold back. It's time to release. It's time to rise up and rock. Shameless plug. There you go. That's where this book came from because too many people were telling me, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do. COVID hit. What do? I'm like, you're going to take your gifts and we're going we're gonna to show people who we are as Christians Absolutely. and not by arguing with them, by blessing them. <laughs> I, I, I am so glad you said that, Dory, that we truly are in a singular time spiritually we the the battle is not against flesh and blood as you know but it really is against the powers and the principalities and what we see in the news what you see in the news and you read and the voices that scream and the stuff that just defies logic it's spiritual warfare and every one of us each person listening has been given a role in this. You're not here by coincidence and you're not right. here by accident. You are not a random chance. God has a vision and a purpose for you. 
And in order to do something big, those transformations you spoke about, Dory, that is what's possible today. God's saying, declare yourself. This is the day where I want you to declare yourself to me because transformation is the way that things are going. And those huge things that happen generally happen when we can get outside of our normal boundaries. Now, in my world, a lot of that happens with horses, with horse therapy, with other kinds of things. And with drumming, you're helping people get outside of those boundaries, get into a realm that's not familiar and that they don't control completely. So I, I, you know, I just, I love what your message is, Dory, and you certainly are. I, I don't know of anybody else that's sharing the same message. I hope people are going to go to your website, which is next nextstagedrumming.com. Listeners, we have show notes, as you know, that you can, so you can find Dory, you can have access. If you're a creative, if you're in business, she can help you. What's your next step in business? Because she's done it. If you're in a bad place, Dory has, she, she knows what the path is out of that place. And I suspect she'd be happy to help you with a drum. That's right. It can be done. Dory, I got where else can people find you or what other resources might you have for them? Sure. Well, besides uh, going to my website. Oh, if you do, by the way, please sign up and snag your free gift, which is a video that will help you beat stress and boost your mindset in five minutes or less. And you don't even need a drum on your end for the exercises. I also have lots of encouraging uh, motivational things that I'm saying during the video that I hope will help release uh, whatever needs to be released. Uh, in addition, I'm on YouTube, uh, rock the next stage. I think I have to, to hit more subscribers before they change it from my old company name to Next Stage Drumming, but you can probably find it by looking for Next Stage Drumming. And Instagram, at Next Stage Dory, is me, and I'm on Facebook, Next Stage Drumming, as well. Amazon, my two books, you know, are out there. Feel free to take a peek, see which one floats your boat, or you might be interested in them. Again, I wrote them mainly to help people get unstuck, use the gifts God gave them, and move forward so they can make an impact and a solid income. Dory, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for being with us today on this episode of Creatively Christian. And I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. So go sign up for the website and just take the time to pray and ask the Holy, ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what your next stage is and how to take that creativity that God has given you and put it to his purpose, because with that comes his power and his possibility. Dory, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, this was a blast. So thanks so much again for the invite and listeners. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, God bless you. I'm rocking. Thanks so much for listening today. To see the resources mentioned in this episode, head on over to theophanymedia.com forward slash Dory. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com.
This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.